Good Vokra Boisai. Again, tremendous Kiddush Hashem, just a few hours before Shabbos, which is Erev Shabbos, Erev, Erev Yontif, very, very busy times for Klai Yisrael, yet people are on, we have, uh, what, a couple minyanim here, give Valdika stuff. So, let me just read this real quickly. We have an email from our great friend Yisrael Shalitsky. And he's a very quick whip. Every, no matter what you tell him, he'll have a very good joke. But he has some serious stuff as well. He says, I made a scene today for Tanis B'chayrim. I mentioned a vart I heard from Rabbi Moshe Elephant. He said from the Chassam Soifer, which we say in the Haggadah. Now, when I was reading this, I had a big kasha. You should say, the Chassam Soifer says, why is he saying Rabbi Moshe Elephant said is in the name of the Chassam Soifer? That was my kasha. But based on a sugi that we're going to be learning today, I think it's very apropos. Today we're going to be learning very light sugis, actually, of Agadita, sort of Agadita. And in there, there's going to be a story about Rabbi Yochanan, who was very makbin on Rabbi Lazar, who didn't say it exactly from him. So he's mechaven. I heard from Rabbi Moshe Elephant, he said in the Cypher, he said in the Haggadah, Ani v'loi malach, ani v'loi shliach, so too for Pidyan Abel, because that's the final sugya of Mesechtas Psachim, who says the bracha, it's a mitzvah for the father to make the bracha, as we see, Hashem is our father, and he redeemed us from Mitzrayim. I also said, that the bracha of Shechiyonu, which we will be, Emir Hashem, making this Yontif, will have a different meaning, and understanding. Just look at how different our Pesach was last year, this is something to be thankful for. Not only that, but we learned different halachas about the Shechiyonu, the, the entire Seder should be different this year than it was every year because we know that much more. We know about Shechiyonu, we know about Halal, the Halal Agadol, and how to say it besimcha, and etc. The, the, the one time a year that we say besimcha, gdoyla, Halal. The Shechiyonu, we spoke about Shechiyonu. The Seva is going to be different. The wine is going to be a different color. It's going to be a different Seder. The Klois and the Geisen that you give your children, wishing you. And the Gantz Mishpacha, I'm, I'm thinking he's referring to the MDY Mishpacha. Eicha Kosher V'Sameach. All the best, Yisrael. Yaval Gezachen. So here we go. Today is Dav Zayn. Bnei Snigla, not as much as 500 days straight nays, but a pretty nice nays. Able to give number four, four daf in... I don't know, 15 hours, 16 hours in Shkalim. So, it's a tremendous here we go, and Baruch Hashem, like I said, three quarters of today's daf is Agadet in, in nature. So, we're holding the last few words on daf Vav Amit Beis. Moisar Nazir Lenedava We have a Nazir and he goes through the whole process, typical Naziris is 30 days, and then he wants to become, he wants to get out of his Naziris, he cuts his hair, he brings Karbanos, he burns his hair on the fire, on the pot, the whole, whole process. But he brings a chatos, an oila, and a shlamin. And we learned in the Mishnah that if he has extra money, he set aside designated money, and he set aside money, and he has extra money. The money goes to Nadava, and what is Nadava? Nadava means that if you bring with it the Ketam the 
the um, dessert, so to speak, for the Mizbeach, when the Mizbeach doesn't have Karbanas, you bring a Karban. Rav Chizda says the Gemara, Omar, v'tapadav zayin omadalaf. V'hu shikar v'chatasi basayif. You have the chatos, oilun shlamim, if number three is a chatos. So it comes out that the extra money is associated with number three, because that was the last line. So memela, the money must go to Nadava. It's Kodesh. Avali korbu shlamim basayif. But if number three was the shlamim, you did the oila, chatos, and then a shlamim, and so your leftover money is associated with the last one, Mr. Shlamim. Moisar and Shlamim. So the leftover money is a Shlamim. And you also have to say the same Allah would apply to an Oila. If Oila is number three, so the money that's left over goes to Oila. Amar afilu korbu Shlamim Halacha. What does Halacha mean? Halacha Moishim Sinai. In other words, according to Ibzairah, Maishra Rabbeinu received straight down from HaKadosh Baruch Hu at Maimon Sinai to tell him that no matter what, I don't care if the Shlomo was last, the Oila is last, and certainly if the Chatos is last, any leftover money goes to Onadava, goes to buy Korbanis for the Mizbeach. Shalom Aleichem B'Yom and Kessler. How are you? I see you. You're in your shop? Or that's just the background? Background? Got it. Zakti Gemara. Halacha. It's halacha mishmisina. Achazib benazir shetei moisarin adava. No matter what, when it comes to a nazir, leftover money goes towards the kates hamizbeach. Maslisa misayel adain. Umaslisa misayel adain. I have a riot from the brisa one way. I have a riot to the brisa another brisa a different way. Maslisa misayel ribzera that the, every all leftover money goes to the adava. Eloi mois tumim. So it says like this in the brisa that if a person designates a person, a nazir, long hair, picture to yourself, Shimshin Agibar, a nazir. He, he designates and he says, this money goes to Shlomim. This money goes to Ayla. So, the money that, that he designated goes. But what if he didn't say? So, the halacha is, So, the halacha is, the halacha Sinai, it goes to Nadava. But what is considered stumim? As long as there's some money towards the chatos involved over here, even if he separated and put aside the chatos. Now that's very similar to if a person has three karbanis and he takes away, gets rid of the chatos, he shechted the chatos, and now he has a shlomim at the end. Shouldn't that be the same? Over here he took away the chatos. He already designated for the chatos, he put it aside. And what's the halacha? It goes to Nadava. So that's like what exactly what Reb Zayra said. No matter where the chatos is in this, in this picture, whether you designated it, when you shechted it already, you didn't shecht it, all the leftover money goes to Nadava. Not to Ashlamim if the Shlamim was last, and not to Ayla if the Ayla was last. I don't care if the Ayla was last, I don't care if Shlamim was last. All the money goes to Nadava. And now, so that's one raya towards Reb Zeira. Now we're going to bring a raya, the opposite. Masnisa Masayel Reb Chizda. That depends. If the Shlomim is last, it goes to Shlomim. Elu l'chatosi. V'ashar l'nizurusi. L'shar, l'shar, v'ashar, l'shar nizurusi. Maybe they take out a thing here. Okay, this goes towards my chatos. This goes to my nizurus, and he dies. Vomeis. Says the Gemara, Mo'yalim b'kulam ve'y mo'yalim b'miktosam. Mi'ilah 
is when you use property that doesn't belong to you, that belongs to the Beis HaMikdash. So the Gemara says that if you use all the money designated, only then you're over on Mi'ilah, ve'ein mo'yalim b'miktasat. Now, very interesting, Allah. There's no Mi'ilah, if I use part of the Shlomim money, there's no Mi'ilah on that. Mi'ilah is on Kachi Kachim on the Oila and the Chatos. So Mi'ilah, let's say I set aside $300 for my three korbanas, 100 for each. And I went and I used $100. I bought pizza for $100. There's no Mi'ilah, you know why? Because maybe the $100 that I used is the $100 designated for the Shlomim and there's no Mi'ilah on Shlomim. It's not, it's not that I used money from the Beis HaMikdash. So I have to use all of it, or most of it. In other words, I have to dig into the other part of the money. And what's the raya? It doesn't say that if the person dies, it, all the money should go to an adava, like Reb Zaira says. So maybe a good raya of Omar. Now, all we have to do is get to where it says, just a few more lines, and then we'll smooth sailing into Pesach. So not only does the Nazar have to bring these three korbanas, he also has to bring he has to bring breads, different breads, bread. So what if you have he designated hundred dollars for his bread, and it turns out there's only bread only costs thirty bucks. What does he do with the seventy dollars? Yerokev. There's nothing he can do with it. You can, as the Gemara is going to explain in a second, you can't buy new bread for somebody else. You can't do anything with it. Let it go to waste. Take the money, throw it in the toilet. Throw it in Yama Melech, as the Gemara calls it. Let it be destroyed completely. The toilet is not even so good. Somebody might take it out of the sewer. Let it, let it uh, rust away. Omer this is such a true halacha. It's true, MS. You can't take bread and say, here, here, Koyen, please put this on the Mizbeach. Do something with this bread. It goes together with the zeros. It doesn't go by itself. Bread is not covered by itself. Like Rebbe Nezirus Acheres, maybe you should wait by the door of the Beis Hamikdash. Wait for another guy with very long hair. Say, "Oh, are you a Nazir? Yeah. Here, I have bread for you. Just give me two bucks and take my bread." You can't do that. Why? The guy himself has to donate the bread. Therefore, so any extra money goes to waste. Sovereign, and therefore, I, I would think Meimar. I would say, "Who The Nazir. Not only does he have to bring. Karbanis. Not only does he have to bring bread, but he also has to bring wine. So I think, let's say he designated $200 for new castel, castel wine, geschmack stuff. The good stuff. I bought a magnum, Dr. Listas. I don't know if you have the magnum. Magnum tastes the same, but it looks much better. For the Seder, you know, he put it as a... Ah. So let's say he designated, he thought that it cost X amount and it cost much more. I mean, much less. So he has all this money set aside. Shalom Aleichem, Rebbe Yisrael Goldstein. So what do you do with it? Maybe it should be like bread, Yerokev, go into the toilet, go into Yamamelach. Gotta get used to these names. By the time the Mesef is over, in uh, you know, 12, 13, 14 days, I'll get used to this name. Rebbe Bun. No. When it comes to the breads of the Nazir, the breads are Kachik Halim. But the wine is different. Wine is Kachik Kachim. Emimela what? It has a much stronger kedusha, the wine. So the wine goes for karbanos. Says the Gemara, according to this, Shmuel al 
all these following names, in other words, three different Amiraim, are going to hold the same thing. That what? That any leftover of kachi kachim, that is, like wine, kachi kachim, chatos, kachi kachim, any leftover goes towards the pushka called nidava. And with that money, we buy karbanos for the mizbeach when there's a slow time on the mizbeach. What do we see? That the Nesachim, the wine of the Nazir, the leftover money that you set aside for the wine of the Nazir goes to Nadabah. Remember this? That interesting Lashen that Rabbi Yossi said, I heard the voice of Rav Yehuda asking the famous Shmuel. What if I designated a half a shekel and he dies? Why? Because the half a shekel is what? Kodesh Kodashim. It's not Kachi Kalam. It's not the lower level of Kedusha. It's the highest level of Kedusha. And that money, the leftover, if the person dies, I can't put it in the pile of Machsa Shekel. So I put it in the pile of Nidava. I buy Kurbanis with it. If I am bringing a mincha made out of flour and I have leftover money. What do I do with it? The coin gadol, it stays for himself. The coin gadol has to bring every day. Rabbi Yochanan argues that we had this yesterday or this morning. I don't remember anymore. It's all a big blur. Throw it in the Yama Melach. Oh, so here, according to this Rabbi Lazar, you have Kodesh Kodashim. Asirus Saifa, it's money for a mincha, which is Kodesh Kodashim. Yiplun and It goes, so all three hold the same thing. Anytime you have leftover from Kodesh Kodashim, whether it's we had Nesachim, we have a mincha now, Masa Shekel, all that leftover money goes to Nedava, which actually is Kodesh Kodashim, because you buy with it oilois for the Mizbeach. And now we're holding smack in the middle of the page by Halacha Hey. Says the Mishnah, the official Mishnah, sponsored by official, who happens to be on, or was on. I don't know if he's still on. Here he is. Official Moisar Shvuyim Shvuyim. Here we go. It's like a Gadatha now. Imagine you're collecting money for Jonathan Pollard. Let's call him a Shavuy. So you collect $26 million and all of a sudden, Trump pardons him, and you're stuck with $26 million. What happens to the $26 million? Does it go to Jonathan Pollard so he could buy a nice mansion in Israel? Or it goes to the next guy that's Nebuch Shavui? I'm not saying halachically that he's considered Shavui, as an example, okay? Moiser Shvuim L'Shvuim. You put it in, in the fund for people that are captured. Moiser Shavui. But if you raise money specifically. And you said, Jonathan Pollard. You run around town. Jonathan, and people give to Jonathan Pollard. And then you didn't use all the money up for him for whatever reason. Jonathan Pollard gets all the cash. It's his money. People donated it to his cause. It says, Chidush. You go around collecting, Stam, for poor people. So you have extra money. You gave out for Pesach, but you, you had a... Unbelievable, there's no anim in town, so you have all this extra money, give it to the next time. 
But if you collect specifically Moisar Oni to that specific guy, you say, I'm collecting for Yankel, he needs it for a wedding, and you paid for his wedding and there's still extra money, what do you do with it? That Yankel gets the money. You collect money for Mace Mitzvah, for the Chavir Kedisha. It goes to the Chavir Kedisha. So when it comes to Mace, there's an interesting Shaila here in the Mishnah. You're going around and embarrassing this Mace. You're telling the Olam this Mace didn't leave a nickel. Not even enough money to bury himself. So people give money to him. But what did you do? You gave him a busha. So it seems very interesting here because a, a, a dead person seems to understand, says the Mishnah. Nevertheless, even though you're embarrassing him, the Mepanakam the, the says, give the money not to the dead person. Don't build him a nicer matseva. Give it to the Yerushim. Believe it or not, I don't know who to give it to. Do I give it to the dead person because he was embarrassed, so use it for him? Or give it to his Yerushim? Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah, you're not going to believe this. This reminds me of my cousin. What's her name? Um, she's the nasty lady in um, in New York. Hel- Helena, what was her name? She already died. She's that, that wealthy woman that owned all those hotels. She left $12 million for her dog. Remember that? So, what are you going to do with the... That person needs money. Allah copy needs money. Yeah. Take the money and build them a beautiful... Oil around, give him a matseva, put a building up around this thing, whatever. You have extra money, do whatever you need to do. Do not give it to his kids. That's the final sheet. So we have three sheets. Either give it to his children. He's Michael, he doesn't need the covet, he's dead. Or Ramey says, I don't know what to do. So just put it in a in a fund and wait until Elianabi comes. Nelson says, No, I know what to do with it. The guy's not gonna be Michael. He doesn't want his kids to have it. He'd rather have a fancy building over his grave. Interesting stuff. Says This happens, uh, you know, when I was a, a, a bacher in New York, could be somebody could back me up and say he remembers this. So the, by Amnon's Pizza, there was a guy that used to sit, collect money on the sidewalk at 12 o'clock at night, 1 o'clock in the morning, you know, when they were open really late. And then when he was done collecting, he'd get up and go into his Rolls Royce. I saw this with my own eyes. He said, okay, the guy's a little off. He inherited all this money. Rolls Royce, snoring money. But it, you, you hear this story all the time. I see in Chicago, they have these guys, and I'm sure all over the world, they have these guys with the, with the signs, homeless and this and that, and they follow them. They do these exposés. They follow them. They see these guys are, uh, you know, they're sitting pretty. They're fine. They, they take their, their ripped shorts. They put on the nice pants. and they're Okay. So that's what happened. The, the story happened that started a long time ago. They're, they're collecting money for a poor person. Turns out he's not poor. He's wealthy. So Rebira says, no, maybe take all that money and give it to the Yarshav. Who happens to be, we'll see in a second, happens to be he's a Talmud. I'm, I'm going to give you a here. He's a Talmud. So he tells his Rebbe, Hagat Let's think about this for a second. Like, what are you giving it to the Yarshim? They had Kavana not to give it to the, these, these snob Yarshim. They wanted to give it to this guy. Now, the guy turned out to be a fraud. 
So take the money, return it to everybody. But what are you giving to the Yarshim? The Yarish is he's, he's a multimillionaire, the Yarshim. I don't know who the Yarish is. I'm giving it to this poor guy. Now, what happens to be his children are doctors, they're successful, successful people. I'm gonna give them money? Why should I give him money? So Omar Lay, very, very sharp, sharp line. Anolayamris. I didn't tell you this. Atmanolah. Everything you know, you know from me. I'm your Rebbe. Who gave you permission to make up a svar like this? It goes to the Yarshim. Mind your own business. You know, you do, you build a nice tzion, I don't know what it's called, uh, like oil. Whatever you need to do over there, do. Buy perfume, a machine that spreads this perfume, wine, all good, whatever the mace needs for the future. If you collect money for one guy that's captured, you cannot use the money for another guy. Ah, they're going to kill him? Raise new money. If you raise money for a kittel, for a particular guy in shul, and then it turns out he has one already, somebody else bought him, that's it. You can't switch it around. But the guy that's in charge of giving out the money, the parnos, the, the, the gizbar, the gabai in shul that collects all the money, at the end of the day, he could decide where it goes because people give it al das hachi that people trust the gabai. And that's what they do, in fact, today in Eretz Israel. I know some in America as well, that they say that you donate money on condition that the Rav decides where it goes at the end of the day. So if this guy doesn't need money, it says in the bottom, al das whatever, something like that. So he has enough money, fine. Okay. It's not a good idea to build the oil on a tzaddik's caver. Why? The person has so much Torah, he doesn't need a fancy building. He has a simple grave. What, is, what are you going to remember him with? Not his grave. You're going to remember him with his Torah. Here comes the story. This is a long story. Shemak's story. We have to understand, we learn a lot of lessons from the story. Rabbi Yochanan had a mismach v'ozil. Now Rabbi Yochanan, it says in, in the Gemara in Babylon, we had a different stories. There was one story where his two Talmidim were holding him up, and the Shiloh was, was he heavy? Did he have long eyelashes? And then the steers broke on both sides, and he ended up carrying them. He's very strong, but he wanted to save his koichas for later on in life. But it seemed like he was a heavy man. So it says over here, have a mismach v'ozil al Reb Chiyo bar Abba. He was leaning on Reb Chiyo bar Abba. V'hoya Reb Lazar, terrible story. Reb Lazar, the famous Reb Lazar, Chomilei, he saw him, umitmar lemikamei, big mistake. He decided, Reb Lazar decided to hide from Reb Yechonah. He saw Reb Yechonah coming, and he, 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 he didn't think it was a good idea to bump into Reb Yechonah. It wasn't covered, it wasn't, he hid behind the bush. Now, you know, if we're going according to the Shita, that Rabbi Yechon had very long eyelashes and he couldn't see, so he had Talmudim helping him. He had... So maybe he thought that Rabbi Yechon wouldn't notice through his eyelashes. But, oh, Rabbi Yechon saw him. V'omar, holing tartin milayo hodeim bavlo ovid bey. This Bavli guy, because Rabbi Yechon was in Eretz Yisrael, famous. You know, you had Rav, Rabbi Yechon was, Rabbi Yechon was the Goladar in Eretz Yisrael. 
So this Bavli guy, Rabbi Lazar, he did two wrong things. You don't say Shalom Aleichem to, to, to Rebbe? I'm his Rebbe. What kind of chutzpah is this? Why is he hiding? Second problem is that he's hiding. Now, the Talmidim started scrambling. They knew that it's no good for Rabbi Lazar. If Rabbi Yochanan is going to be upset at Rabbi Lazar, end the story. You know, we have in Chas all the time. This guy died, that guy died. He looked at him, he died. He blew up, he became a, a pile of bones. You don't start off with Gdala Adar, especially Rabbi Yochanan. You know, that, that's the meaning in Bavel. He didn't ask you, he didn't say Shalom Aleichem because it's not, it's not polite to say Shalom Aleichem to the Gol Adar. If the Gol Adar says to you, fine. Look, it says in the Pasuk, the, the youngsters saw me and they hid. And the older, they stood. Amalei. Now, the Tikkun Chatan explains, he noticed Nishgot. He didn't do a good job on Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan is still fuming. So he's, he tries another thing. He goes from another angle. He decided he's going to ask him a question in Allah, which has very strong ramifications to this, to exactly what's going on here. So he goes like this. Across Avedizara. Am I allowed to walk by an Avay Zara? Amalei, Matt Polygla Yakar. What? You're going to show that you're scared of the Avay You're going to go around the corner? You know, some people cross the street. Says Rabbi Yechanan, it's not proper to cross the street. You're showing that the Avay has a power on you and you're scared of him. It's like a dangerous guy coming towards you, you know, like walking like this. You're, you got to be careful. You, you go straight, you show that, I don't care, I'm not scared of you. You know what, you want to close your eyes, but don't cross the street. Ah, I got you, Rabbi You're telling me that going the other way, hiding, is a show of fear. So Rabbi is scared of you. He's fearful of you. That's why Rebbe Lazar hid. He's not trying to disrespect you. He's respecting you. The opposite. He has so much respect from you. He's hiding. Void. So Rebbe Yechen says, but you know, there's a bigger problem. And this is what I was referring to to Yisrael Shalitsky's email. Void. He, he doesn't mention my name. He, he gets up and darshans Torah. He doesn't say it in his own name, but he doesn't mention my name. The Gemara is going to explain what Rabbi Yechon was about, Gaiva. The Gemara explains beautifully what bothered him. Because at the end of the day, I just want to say it here, because as I was learning it, I was bothered. What's going on? Rabbi Yechon, it's so makbid. Yeah, because it gives a person who says Torah in somebody else's name, it gives him a lot of schusim. And he's denying him those schusim. Says the Gemara, Nicholas, Lufan, Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi, Omruloi, Rabbi. So Rabbi Ravasi tried again. They tried to calm him down. There was a shoal of coppersmiths in Tveria. And unfortunately, because of anger, the place turned into a church. 
So the warning, Rabbi Yochanan, the way you're acting right now is going to burn down the shul. The shul has a shul because something bad could happen to it. I told you, in Chicago, it's Nerevayim. The south side of Chicago, you know what you hear on the news, that there's 25 shootings on a, on a weekend? You, you drive there, block after block, shuls. And it says, base medrash, this, and then a nice Salem in the middle. You see the Mogin David, and then the cross is on top. It's Nerevayim what goes on over there. The, the Yidin, they ran away from the south side, and all those shuls flipped into churches. This is a mortar and pestle. Right? You take the mortar and you crush whatever you need to crush. So the Gemara had a shayla on a neger. A neger, this guy that, that you use to, to close the door, to lock the door, the pin, the bottom of it has like a round or the top, or whatever, it has a, a piece that's round. Are you allowed to move it on Shabbos because I could go home and crush my, my, my pepper? So, They were so upset that Kas, that they ripped the Sefer Torah in half. We're going to get to that in a second. We'll just say this. We just turned to the Zion Bays. Sponsored. We'll give him a freebie just in case he doesn't deserve it. His last day. Eli Daikman. Brachavat for all the MDY team in their everyday lives. For all the hard avoidance HaKodesh they do. And sponsored for Rufur Shleimer for all Chayli Yisrael. Especially from our MDY family, the Chaylim of MDY. Please consider joining the MDY Tehillim group. Tehillim.8mindaf.com and our new sponsor for Turning of the Daf, Oschos, for a great shidduch, for Dino Tamar Bas Esther Rivka. I gotta speak to this guy. Have a aura. I don't know what a great shidduch means. Koshborchu, Zimzavik Zivugim, they're all great. He wants better than what a Koshborchu had in mind. I don't know. It's a good Shiloh. So, it's like a person has 16 choices. You can take this one, that one. I want the better one. I don't get it exactly. So, says the Gemara, Karus what? Rebbe Lazar ripped the Sefer Torah. Well, let's go. He has to show him. He can't understand that he ripped the Sefer Torah. Says the Gemara, El Shenikra Sefer Torah. What happened was, and this is interesting, I found this fascinating. You know how, like, uh, you have an argument with somebody, you pull out a Mishnah Bura, and you start showing him, it says over here, and Allah like this. In those days, they used to pull out a Sefer Torah. Look what it says in Parshas Vayikra. It says this, and Kimim Daik from this word that. It was the Sefer Torah that they were using to fight. And they were schlepping it from here to there. No, 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 let me show you. And he starts pulling it. Sefer Torah ripped in half. They, they ripped it on purpose. It ripped because they were arguing. And there was an old man there, and his name was Rabbi Yossi Mekisma, and he said, Omar, I'll be very surprised if this shul doesn't turn into a base of And so it turned into a base of so, so first of all, so basically Rabbi Rasi are telling Rabbi Yochanan, be careful. Rabbi Yochanan, we don't understand why you're so upset. If you if you if you have anger, the shul could turn into a base of 
Because of Omar, Rabbi Yochanan wasn't satisfied. He wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't moved by their argument at all. And he said, You're comparing me to that story with Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yossi arguing, I'm the Rebbe. A Rebbe has the right to be upset at a Talmud who's not doing the right thing. You think Yeshua said, oh, Moshe Rabbeinu said this, Moshe Rabbeinu said that. Yeshua spoke and everybody understood exactly where Yeshua got it from. Yeshua got it from Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu got it from Kaddish Baruch Hu. But he didn't have to say, oh, I heard from Moshe Azoi and I heard from Moshe Azoi. It was Pasha, it all came from Moshe. Everybody knows who the Rebbe is, who the Talmud is, where Rebbe Lozer got his Torah from. Still, not moved. Oh, you know, you wish you could be a negotiator like Benidi. Benidi, our friend, he would be able to, to, to calm me down. You guys are not doing a very good job. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan, my kuli hai. What? Rabbi Yochanan is a, a Balgaiva, he's a politician, he needs COVID, he needs people to say it in his name. What's going on here? The boy, the boy, the Yemru, Shmaitz Mishmaid, he really needs it that Rabbi Lazar should say it in his name. Says the Gemara, the Af, David, Bikishole Rachamim, yes, David Amelech. He, he asked the Kajboruchu that they should say it in his name. Shanema. I want to live in your tent forever. What is he asking? They should live forever. In both places, forever. What he meant is, Says the Tikman Chadatin, I want Klai Yisrael to say Tehillim in the base of Medr- in the base of Knesses. And I want them to say the Halachas, my Torah, in the base of Medrash. And like this, I'll have Oilam Hazeh. The Tzarche Amcha, the, the things that are necessary now in this world. And I'll have the Oilam Abba. Shem ben Ezira, B'Shem Rav Yitzchak, Ko'amakot, Tamad Chochem, Sh'oyimim, Dvar Halachem, Epiv, Oilam Hazeh. If there's a Tamad Chochem that you say something in his name in this world, the famous Gemara, Sefasa, V'Roich HaShoy, Simoy, Bekever, his lips move. In the grave. By the way, this is a pasuk in Shir Hashirim. Shir Hashirim, we're going to say Bez Hashem Lela Seder. A lot of people say it at the end of the Seder. It's a big zgula, they say. They say Shir Hashirim, you could ask for whatever you want. So it says in Shir Hashirim, just like this kli, this, this vessel that holds grapes. You're, you're trying to, to, to make uh, wine. Starts moving around. They're very soft. So, go into the Tikkun Chadna for a second, if you can find it. It's on the left side, towards the end of the page, the bottom of the page. And he says like this, the light of the Torah that comes out of the mouth of the person repeating, Miskasher is connected 
I understand exactly what he's saying, but I'm not privileged to tell you. So I'm just going to read this. Good luck understanding that. I have a secret, I'm not telling you guys. Fine. I thought it was interesting because I, I didn't understand the word he's saying, but it's interesting. It's miskasher. I don't understand these things. I don't understand Kabbalah. It, it connects the person that says it, the ayr comes out of his mouth, connects with the source that it came out of. The source of the dead person that said it is his mouth. So somehow that light hits his mouth and it makes his lips move. Says the Gemara. What does the dead person gain from this? Remember we had this wine yesterday, this Konditan wine. It's a very sweet wine. It's wine that you add like, you know, uh, honey, different, uh, uh, you know, whatever it is that you throw in there. Sugar. That's what it tastes like. No, it's like drinking Castel wine. Geschmacka, aged wine. Even though you drank it a half hour ago, you still the, the, the flavor remains in there. In other words, even though the Tamat Chacham said it's Dvar Torah 200 years ago, but you repeat over from the Balshemta of whatever you're saying, you're saying over from a, from, from a Rebbe, from somebody, so the flavor, go, it's as if the flavor is in his mouth. If you say something over in the name of the original sayer, the way to do it is, you pretend, you hear this? You imagine in your head that the guy is standing right there, the Bashem is standing right in front of you. So how, how would you like the Bashem to hear you sing over the Vatayra? Stam, say like I'm a writ. You want to say it properly. You want, you want it to be proud of you. In other words, be careful even how you say it. Because if he was standing here, would you say it like that? Do you know 100% sure that that's exactly what he said? Or are you making a few words up over here and you're throwing things in? You got to be careful how you say it. So, most people are not very careful how they say over. They, you know, they, they smear it on. Berach is okay. Rabbi Zeiro was extremely, extremely medactic to say it exactly. We had, I forgot who it was, that we, we went according to, not Rabbi Yaakov, I forgot who it was. He was able to be medayik. Oh yeah, the one with the safsalim, with the, with the bleachers. He, he said it this way, not that way. You have to be medayik in the, the exact way that your Rebbe says it. Ksiv, rov adom yikri ish chazdo this is very interesting. So we had this a number of times, even in the last few weeks. Rav Yosef and Rav Sheshes were blind, and they both asked Hakadosh Baruch to make them blind. Says Rav Zeira, since Rav Sheshes is blind, this is one shot. So we can't rely on his Torah because part of relying on the Torah that a person says is. You have to see your Rebbe. You have to see him. It's a different, it's a different story listening, seeing, oh, video. 
You have to see. And Mamela, since he, he's blind and he can't see, maybe he's not he's not saying it accurately. Okay. Omar Le Rabzeir Lurbasi. You see, Rabzeir was very Makbiritorbasi. Chachim Rabbi, the Barpasi that Omar Shmaitzim Shmei, what? You you were there? Barpasi was nifter a long time ago. How do you, how could you say over from Barpasia? You're right. I didn't hear it directly from Barpasia, but I heard it from Rabbi Yochanan. So this is a Shailan Yisrael Shalitsky. Because over here the Gemara says that he, would, he wouldn't say, I heard it from Rabbi Yochanan, who heard it from Rapasia. He would say directly, Rapasia says like this. But he didn't live in Rapasia's generation. He heard it from his Rebbe, Rabbi Yochanan, who heard it from... So what Yisrael Shalitsky should have done is say, the Chsam Seifer says like this. He didn't have to say that Rabbi Elephant said in the name of some cipher. Okay, it's a Shiloh Rabbi Yisrael Shalitsky. We have to ask him when he comes back on Zoom, whatever. So it says the Gemara. Chachem Rabbi, what you you know the Rav, you you know Rav that Omar Shmaitz Mishmei. How could you say over in the name of Rav? You're right. I didn't hear from Rav. I heard it from Ravada Barhava, who is extremely reliable, just like Rabbi Yochanan is extremely reliable. Heard from him in the name of Rav. <clears throat> Says the Gemara, an amazing thing. I'm shocked. First time I read this, Pasha shocked. Imagine if we had the opportunity to meet David Amelach. You know, on the meaningful people, they ask, if you only had the opportunity to speak to one person in, in all of all the generations for an hour. So one of the first people that comes to mind is David Amelach. David Amelach, the one of the most phenomenal or interesting personalities in Klai Yisrael. People thought he's, a, he's a, like like Yisrael Goldstein said, a mamzer for 26 years. And then, the, you know, David Amelach, he made tell him. Ain, you're not going to believe this. Aletz is not a guy that says a good joke. Aletz is a guy that makes chayzik from, from Yiddishkeit. Every generation, even the Dar of David HaMelech, you think that they would behave themselves. The prostiyaks, what do they say? They would scream by the castle. David, David. That's how you talk to a king. That's how you talk to the Golad Dar. David, David. Oh, big tzaddikim. We're looking for the Binyan Beis HaMikdash. When is it going to happen? Now, they were Rashaim. Why? Because they knew that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and they knew this. And they trusted HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, David HaMelech is not going to be Zoycha to see the Beis HaMikdash. It's going to be his son Shloima. So they're basically telling David HaMelech, when are you going to die? David HaMelech, die already, so we can have a Beis HaMikdash. That's a let's. That's a guy that takes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. On the one hand, he believes in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. On the other hand, he destroys the Galadar. <clears throat> when are we going to go? Ah, and this is why they want to make me upset. You know that I cannot wait to die so that Klai Yisrael could go to the Beis HaMikdash. I want to die. The, the sooner the better. Not for my sake, for Klai Yisrael's sake, for Kosh Baruch Hu's sake. And this, here, finally we understand Pshad in this Pasuk, the famous Pasuk. I was happy with the people that told me, Until now we understood, oh, I was happy, everybody wants to go to the Beis Hamikdash. No, but those who want to go to the Beis Hamikdash want me to die. And I'm happy dying. I'm happy to, 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 to go early so that HaKosh Baruch Hu could build the Beis Hamikdash. 
You are going to have full years and you're going to die. I'm not going to take anything away from you. You're going to live 70 years exactly. You know what? I'm in no rush to have the Bishamikdosh. What's so good about the Bishamikdosh? The Klai Yisrael is going to bring me Karbanas. Guess what? And this Rabbi Sai could be a tremendous chizik for us. We don't have a Beis HaMikdosh. And the ultimate thing is the Beis HaMikdosh bring Karbanas to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu is happier with what we offer him, whatever it is, than bringing a Karban to Beis HaMikdosh. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu told David HaMelech. It's I prefer your tzedakah, your mishpat. more than what Shlomo Melch is going to bring. He loves it more than a carbon. And that could be a Musar Haskell for us. If we do the right thing, if we do Dzdok on a level, Mishpat on a level, whatever it is, on a level, HaKadosh Baruch Hu could love it, we could get to Madrigal, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will love it more than a Karban in the base HaMikdosh. Hajun Allah, Mitzarfim Shkolim, Hajun Allah, Mitzarfim Shkolim, Hajun Allah, Mitzarfim Shkolim. two Kuperman children, Sitting and watching the daf erev Pesach, Mamish Amori de Gezach. So, the first Mishnah in the third parak of Shkolem is sponsored by Fischl from Official Catering, who happens to be on right now because there's nothing better to do than to learn Torah erev Shabbos erev Pesach, and he's not busy with the Marer and the Charoises and then the couch that we have to bring to the Seder table because we have to prepare all this today. You know that. The leaning, the seva, all has to be done today because you can't do it on Shabbos. Three times a year, and we had this earlier today, three times a year we go into the big safe in the Beis Hamikdash and we take out money. We scoop it out in the boxes, the shoifrois, three boxes, three times a year from the safe. When do we take it out? It's called Truma of the Lushka. Befreisa Pesach. Halfway to Pesach. In other words, as the Gemara is going to explain, Shleishim Yom Kedem Achag, 30 days before the Yontif. We start talking about Hilchas Achag. So halfway of 30 days is 15 days. 15 days before Pesach, we scoop up the money. And we donate it. We start buying Karbanis with that money, with the new money. We don't buy with the old money, only with the new money. Befreisa Atzeres. And 15 days before Shavuos, Befroy Sachag in 15 days before Sukkot. Here, you see over here, Chag means Sukkot. Yesterday, Chag meant Shavuos. In that story with the Matriniso, etc. Vein, Grodoy Shomaiser Behema. Maiser Behema, if I said, if I made a mistake yesterday, it slipped my tongue. Maiser Behema is when you have a bunch of animals, you put them more than 10, you put them in a pen, and you open up the door, you let them squeeze out one by one. And the 10th one, you mark it with a red marker. That's number 10. That's Meiser. What do you do with the Meiser? Some of it goes on the Mizbeach. The rest, you yourself eat. Yesterday, I think I said the Kayan eats. So, I was... I misspoke because we were talking about a Bukhar afterwards. 
says the Gemara, says the Mishnah, that's Divi Rebekiva. Benazai Oimer, but Benazai argues, when are the Sholish Granis? So the Granis, by the way, once there's a Goyren, a Goyren is like when you pile up the wheat. So by a Meister animal, there's also three times a year that we bring the Meister Behemoth. And once that time comes, you can't, you can't use the animals until you do the Meister. It's like Tevel. It's like eating fruit that doesn't have Meister on it. Benazi Oimer, <laughs> yeah, I agree that it's three times, but you got the dates wrong. Be'ezer Metisho Ba'adar, the 29th of Adar, not the 15th of Adar, or, no, not the 15th of Nisan, but the 29th of Adar. 15 days before, 16 days before. Be'ezer Metisho Ba'ad, 29th of Adar. So it's going great. The first of Nisan, easy to remember. The first of Sivan, before Shavuos. Instead of saying the first of Tishrei, it says the 29th of Elul. Can you be consistent? Just say the first of every month, of these months. Says the Gemara, you can't. Says the Mishnah, you can't say the first of the month. What is the first day of Tishrei? That's called Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> Rosh Hashanah. You can't take the Maishra. So they gave it one extra day before, one day early. We're going to the bottom of the page to the last, last word because yesterday we did that ches from the top word. Anytime it says the word pras, palgo, right? pras. The amount of time when you go into a room that has tuma, so the clothing, how, how long does it take your clothing to tummy? The amount it takes to eat pras, a half a loaf of bread. So pras means half. Over here also, Half, half of what? So I, I didn't look in the bottom, but I'm sure the art scroll or somebody will talk about it because there was a discussion always. Is it only the 30 days before Pesach that you discuss? Or it's all the Yom Tov? So over here it seems like maybe they'll say that it's since it's Pesach, so just Ag of that, it's the other ones as well. Okay, whatever it is, I'm sure they knew about this Mishnah. I'm sure they discussed it. I just simply ran out of time. So, you have to start dashing to a half of 30 days, 15 days, 15 days before Pesach. 50, 15 days before Shavuos, 15 days before Sukkot. Next, Vehim Gronos. So there's three times a year that these are the times that you have to bring, you have to separate the Meister Behemoth. These days correspond to when the animals give birth. So sometimes, most of the time, they give birth, let's say, right before Pesach. Sometimes they delay it a little bit. So that's why I do it 15 days before Shavuos, etc. Another reason. Because I want, I want it to be plentiful for the people that are coming up to celebrate a yontif. They should have enough behemoths. So I make it these days, 15 days before every yontif. I don't want him to be over on delaying the mitzvah. Just like we're saying, that if you delay giving a meiser behema, the tenth animal to the to yourself, meiser behema, you're over on the on the on the mitzvah or the avera of baltacher. So too, if somebody doesn't take trumas and meisers in time, he's not quick about doing it. He's over on baltacher. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Have a wonderful seder and a wonderful yontif. We'll see you, Bezer Hashem. I'm Chalamoyed.
Oh, Reb Hold on. We're going to do this for a second. Yontif. I'm good. It's 4 o'clock. I have 3 hours to get there. It only takes 40 minutes, but I have to pack. Ay, 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 ay. Wow. Mamash and We're able to finish this. Baruch Hashem. Chesed Hashem. Vidyantav Yehuda Shok. Two shirim in a day. You're not messing around, Rabbi Shok. Yeah. Shalom Aleichem, Yosef, Aaron Mordechai. I don't know who that is. I've never seen him. Shalom Aleichem. How you doing? No, where are you? Oh, are you, are you Mac? No. Ah, okay, okay, okay. It's a different name. That's what it is. That's what, sorry, sorry. I apologize, I apologize. Avada, I see you. Yeah. Who's in quarantine? <laughs> Who? What? There's such a thing as COVID? I thought in New York there's no COVID. Mazel tov, mazel tov. You should be zoicha to, to be machmasim to the seder. <laughs> Stephen Sarkalo doesn't like COVID. He's not. He's not a good chaver of COVID. Yontev, Yaakov Abrams, Yontev, Yontev. Oh, yeah, but you have to prove it. Just because you say it, you have to have documentation. Lamai cigarette, your jacket is doing uh, great zachin. That's the bottom line. What? Harry, are you allowed to speak now or still there's problems over there? <laughs> I have to wait for the, for the afternoon for you. Yishkoyach, we, 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 we enjoyed the bobblehead magnets. Yishkoyach. But I, I don't have, I only got one. They took my bag. Yeah, they, but they, they put it in a bag with all the magnets. And uh, Mark Ashkenazi has my bag. Someone, Yossi has my bag. I don't know who. They didn't want me to schlep it. They forgot to tell me. 
לא גרת. Oh my bananas. Oh that's a good one. Thank you. I'm going to go grab some 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 bananas and some uh strawberries. And start dunking it in water. Oh, the biggest the biggest anti-question kids are going to ask all the questions this year. But banana is not a fruit. It's adama. Oh, you mean greens? It has to be green? I understand. Uh, uh, a strawberry and a banana are vegetables. They're not fruits. Says who? Halachically, halachically, I'm talking about. Halachically, they're both they're both the adama. What? But you make a dumb on it. Who cares? You're making a dumb on you, 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 you dunk it in salt water. Gishmaka strawberries with salt water. You know how gishmaka it is? It's amazing. It's kedai to do just to, so that tinoika, tinoika. Even the Cooperman kids would ask questions. Rabbi I have bad news. Very bad news. Look what came in the mail today for, for me. I ordered it myself. <laughs> We're gonna give in soon. We're going with the with the with the magnifying glasses. <laughs> oh, I forgot to warn! I forgot to warn the new guys that things change around there during Sphera. No, no, no! Nobody can take pictures of this. What are you talking about? I rather I rather go blood like look like this into the Gemara and not wear this. I know a few people like that, believe me. Oh, you Sral Shalitsky, you heard me talk about your email, didn't you share? Yeah. What are you, Shlemy Klein, come in at the end and then and pretend that you're there the whole time? Shkoyach Rabbi Cooperman, Shmaki Kids, Erev Pesach. We're supposed to be taking naps now, no? Because tomorrow it's, it's the Shiloh. I'm set to Wow, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. That's Nachas, Nachas. What did you do? You did the entire Psachim with us? Wow. Listen, kids, don't let your father hear this, but you got to push him, make sure he does it every day. Don't let him slack. Before you go to sleep, say, Ta, you did a daf, 